neighbors. Let's begin just by praying. Let's uh, posture ourselves tonight. Let's maybe in a form of surrender. Maybe you need to already get on your knees right now. Maybe you need to lift out your hands like this to receive what's happening. But Father, we come to you boldly into your presence. We're not holding anything back from you tonight. Jesus, we lay it at your feet. God, would you humble our hearts? Would you quiet our minds? And let this not just be a, a routine service, Father, but would we hear from you? Jesus, break down the walls in our hearts.
Bless the Lord who forgives our sins. Mercy endures forever. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution, remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Lord have mercy.
Instituted the sacrament of his body and blood. Mercifully grant that we may receive it, thankfully, in remembrance of Jesus Christ our Lord, who in these holy mysteries gives us a pledge of eternal life, and who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb... Let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire, with unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. And thus you shall eat it, with the belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be a memorial, 
to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it as a feast by an everlasting ordinance. The word of the Lord. Please stand for our psalm. This evening's psalm is Psalm 116, and we'll read responsibly by the asterisk. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. The pains of death surrounded me, and the pains of Sheol laid hold of me. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. The Lord preserves the simple. Return to your rest, O my soul. For you have delivered my soul from death. I will walk before the Lord. I believed, therefore I spoke. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What shall I render to the Lord? For all his benefits toward me. I will take up the cup of salvation. And call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord. Now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death. O oh Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will pay my vows to the Lord. In the courts of the Lord's house. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. Amen. Please be seated. The second reading tonight comes from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 23 through 26. For I received from the Lord, that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This is the new covenant in my blood. This do, and as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. The word of the Lord. Stand.
According to St. John. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. John chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, you're washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, For so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ.
Well, Lord, we're here because we so want to acknowledge that it's all about you. <laughs> Lord, we just, it seems that sometimes our hearts get tender enough where we just want to shut everything else out and be consumed by your presence and the richness of your spirit. So we pray for this evening that once again you'll touch us in that special way. Lord, for anyone who is not familiar with this service, but let it be such an illumination to them that they'll be blessed beyond measure. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> well, this is a... Uh, <clears throat> liturgical church and so in everywhere we possibly can it seems that the people at St. Michael's we have to go that extra depth and I'm so thankful for that because it, it, when you walk in here it screams with icons it screams with imagery and everything is so very meaningful. And, uh, well, I hope we don't ever lose that. I hope we don't ever. What happens tonight is uh, a result of somebody asking the question, what would... What would happen if there was no Jesus? And so what, what we do is, if every, and you look around and you see all the things that cover with something ugly, black, and before we go, every sign or symbol that we can think of, of Jesus, is going to be eradicated, be covered. We don't want to destroy it because obviously we want it back again in our presence. But so that this time of the year, there's a moment in time where we can stop and we can imagine what if, what if there was no Jesus? At first, his disciples didn't understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. And I would add for emphasis for purpose. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word Many people, because they had heard that he had given this miraculous sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world's gone after this guy. What a <clears throat> what a celebrity. <laughs> but why why were they so mad? Why did he bother them so much? 
He's just a guy. What's the big deal? Well, it's real simple. If he was who he said he was, they weren't who they said they were. In other words, he detracted from their self-esteem. He impinged on their self-worth. What a terrible, terrible motive to get attitudes like that. Even against others, other people, let alone God himself. And yet that's what we find when we examine this. And so this this is uh, Sunday was the beginning. He came in on Sunday uh, to Holy Week more than victorious. Rode in like a champion to the people. But before they were done and the conspiracy was completed, all with his complete understanding and approval. They had stripped him and crucified him. They murdered the king of kings. And so we have this opportunity every year to take this week, and it's different and goofier than any other week, any other celebration. We do all kinds of things, Christmas. Uh, we have uh, special times for uh, baptism and joining the church, and uh, we have Christ the King Sunday. But this is a week where we enter in with him at the very end of what we call the Lenten season. We enter in with him and try and understand the severity of the price he paid for us. Though we'll never imagine it fully, who could possibly comprehend? But we do, as we walk down to his death, and then silence. That's what happens tonight, is silence begins. We'll end in silence. We'll cover every possible thing. We've done this a long time, so I'm pretty sure we're going to get it all. <laughs> These guys are really good. And you'll get a real image. And when you walk out to your cars, try not to talk. Try to remain silent just moments, minutes. Superbly until you get home and dwell on it. Gosh, what if? Tomorrow we invite you for a service at noon, the Good Friday service, where we we're taking the, the day to separate ourselves and we come together and we share the Eucharist. Very unusual service. There's uh, there's nothing but our gathering. 
our silent vigil, and our sharing in the cup that he refused to let pass. And then we wait. We wait. And then Sunday comes. Sunday's Resurrection Day. Sunday's the day we, (laughs) and I love it. Nobody does it better than we do it here. It's one of the few excuses Karen ever gets for a new dress. We get dressed up in our Sunday best and we come together and we revel because he overcame. And he didn't do it for him. For us, he did. So, imagine these guys that never got it. Twelve disciples, three years. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty intense mentoring. And uh, I would be severely disappointed. <laughs> My guys are all sharp, but... <clears throat> And these knuckleheads become the great apostles that spread Christianity throughout the world. (laughs) God is no respecter of men. He knows us all the way through, and he picked just the right people, and he always does. I'm thank God he picked me. Aren't you thankful he picked you? (laughs) And so what we do at St. Michael's is uh, on this night, we try to get down with the disciples and understand how the Lord, number one servant, and we're going to, uh, we're going to wash your feet. You'll let us. We hope you will. I know you'll be blessed if you do. It's a very strange experience. Uh, But truly participate. And we'll enter into that same evening, that same place, that same time. Just as we enter into the Eucharist, we can enter in here and try and imagine what they felt that night. And you know, from there on, they didn't understand a thing. Everything he did didn't make sense to him, And he just said, trust me, trust me. And they did eventually. And boy, did it work out for us. And so without further ado, I'm going to let my team... Please stand for the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, 
suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Fellow servants of our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night before his death, Jesus set an example for his disciples by washing their feet, an act of humble service. He taught that strength and growth in the life of the kingdom of God come not by power, authority, or even miracle, but by such lowly service. We all need to remember his example, but none stand more in need of this reminder than those whom the Lord has called to the ordained ministry. Therefore, I invite you who share in the royal priesthood of Christ to come forward that I may recall whose servant I am by following the example of my master. But come remembering his admonition that what will be done for you is also to be done by you for others. For a servant is not greater than his master, nor is one who is sent greater than one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them.
he had supped with his disciples and had washed their feet said to them do you know what I your Lord and Master have done for you I've given you an example 
that you should do as I have done. Peace is my last gift to you, my own peace. I now leave with you peace which the world cannot give, I give to you. I give you a new commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Peace is my last gift to you, my own peace I now leave with you. Peace which the world cannot give, I give to you. By this the world shall know that you were my disciples, that you have love for one another. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is gracious and merciful and full of loving kindness. Therefore, let's bring our needs and the needs of the whole world before him. That as Jesus humbled himself and washed the feet of the apostles, may the church follow his lead and be the servant of all. Lord, in your mercy. And that their witness will lead to the conversion of their oppressors. Lord, in your mercy. That God will raise up young men and women into Christian ministry, holy and pleasing unto himself, to lead his people in future generations. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. That we will have the same attitude as Christ Jesus when he said to the Father, Not my will, but thy will be done. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. That we will serve God by serving others, especially the poor, the forgotten, and the marginalized. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. That we who believe in Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life, will defend life and help bring an end to abortion and euthanasia. Lord, in your mercy. For our own special intentions. Lord, in your mercy. The body and blood of your beloved Son, Jesus, you offer us eternal life and spiritual food. Hear our prayer. Give us that grace to be a thankful people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Turn and greet your neighbor with the peace. I want to remind everybody of the 
other special services that we have this week. Uh, tomorrow morning, we do the Stations of the Cross here at 9. <laughs> 9 a.m. tomorrow for the Stations of the Cross. And at noon, we have our noon Good Friday service. And on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. is the Easter Vigil, where we take care of the Paschal candle. We light the Paschal candle and we open up. It's uh, it's our Easter service, Easter vigil. So 7.30, Saturday night, and then, of course, on Sunday at 7.30 and 10, our regular, regular, yeah, our regular Easter service, as if there was such a thing. <laughs> so just want to remind you of those times. blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, but do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. For such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Kingdom come. 
We welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ now. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him even more. So come, you who have much faith, you who have little, you who have tried to follow him and you who have failed, come because it's the Lord who invites you. It's his will that those he wanted should meet him here. Come to the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. You troublemaker. <laughs> Father, all powerful and ever living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. <clears throat> through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin, but now, through baptism in Christ, we're reborn as adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing the new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn of praise. fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup again, he gave thanks and praise, he gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you, this is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen. And Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we 
off you, Father, this life-giving bread and this saving cup, and we thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of our clergy. Remember, Lord, those who are sick or infirmed in spirit, soul, or body. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. And as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles and the martyrs, all the saints who have gone before us. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and we have courage as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving.
Thanksgiving, let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Oh, that's right. The Lord's gift. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping us, helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear. And in the night season, and am not silent. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted, and you delivered them.
came to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. upon you from birth, from my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me, strong bulls of the shot have encircled me. with their mouths like a roaring and raging like a raging and roaring lion I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint my heart is like wax it is melted within me my strength is dried up like a potsherd and my tongue cleaves, clings to my jaws you have brought me to the dust of death for dogs have surrounded me the congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierce my hands and my feet. among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me from the sword, from my precious life, from the power of the dog. of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him, he heard.
My praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For the kingdom is the Lord's. And he rules over the nations. shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. A posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born, that he has done this. And when they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, and then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it's written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I've been raised, I'll go before you in Galilee. Peter answered said to him, even if all are made to stumble, because of you, I'll never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Surely I say to you that this night, before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I'll not deny you. And so said all of the disciples. And then Jesus came with them to the place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. 
he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. And then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, the second time he went away and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. And he, then he came to his disciples, and he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? The whole, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. 